home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Well, good evening, everybody. For those of you joining us here live, February 28th, 2022. It's really not 7 o'clock. It's about 7.15 p.m. We've been having technical difficulties, which I always laugh when I hear other radio shows and podcasts, not laughing at them, but laughing along the way where they're like, oh, well, this is happening and that's happening and I can't hear my co-host or the sound is off and here we go. So we are here tonight and we're going to try this for round two and see if Miss Stephanie can hear me. Stephanie, can you hear me? Yay! Yes, I can. (laughs) Okay, so for everybody who is joining us live tonight, I'm going to tell you we had to restart the episode. But with that, I gave a 10-minute monologue that in all of recorded history was probably the most fascinating, hysterical, poignant, meaningful (laughs) dialogue I've ever said in my entire life. And unfortunately, it didn't get picked up on the airwaves, and I now have amnesia, and I can't remember a single word of it. But it is Monday, February 28th. I am joined with my guest co-host, Stephanie, and I will always say it just amuses me when podcasts or radio shows that I listen to on the regular are always complaining about the sound quality, or people can't dial in, or this, or that, or the other thing, and it seems like they just talk about that the entire show, and when I've asked about, well, let's get rated G radio on your network, they're like, well, the sound quality and that, 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 that. But you notice one thing that we don't do most of the time is spend 45 minutes talking about our sound, except for tonight. But it'll be now regular conversation with Stephanie. Stephanie, um, welcome back to rated G radio. How are you? Hi, Garrett. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. This was entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. So I see Stephanie on the show, because for everybody who's listening at home or on the road, I have this display and it tells me who's calling in, who wants to speak, what's going on. So I have a a very clear picture of exactly what's happening. So I see Stephanie there and the little diagram has a hand that's waving. That means Stephanie's ready to be brought on the air. And I'm going, okay, well, Stephanie's just being so polite. She's probably put herself on mute. And I'm just rambling on like rambling rot on KPTV Channel 12 in Portland, Oregon from many, many years ago. And I'm going, okay, well, what do you think, Stephanie? And I'm like, well, Stephanie, you can come off of mute. And yeah. (laughs) Anyway, thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for another riveting technical experience. But I will tell you that you can listen to us live. You can listen to us on Memorex. And you can also listen to us on Apple's podcast and on iHeartRadio. Just follow rated LGBT radio. We've chosen that as the flagship for all of the I don't know, the socials. So and um, check that out. I'll also remind everybody that we do have three other guest co-hosts that join me on the regular, including Rebecca Fisk, America's Top 50 Psychic, Rob, of course, with Rated LGBT Radio, Mary Lou Monroe Ray with Rated Oz Radio, and of course, one of the most favorite programs on the network, Stephanie's monthly show called Journey with Stephanie. Um, Stephanie's going to be coming back next Wednesday is that what we agreed? Wednesday, March 9th, 
Yeah. Um, and she has a fantastic show. She's bringing back a, a return guest. Stephanie, can you tell us about your next show? Yes, so we will be broadcasting on Wednesday, March 9th at 7 o'clock Pacific time, which sidebar, it's my brother Michael's birthday. So that will be exciting. That will add to it. So my return guest, she's fantastic. Her name is Jordan Gray, and she does a very unique kind of healing, and uh, she call, calls herself the, a golden healing something. I'm not getting all of it in there. But anyway, she's lovely. She um, she lives in Idaho. She's got a young family. And she's been involved in the healing realm pretty much all of her life. And I love the fact that uh, she's unique with what she does. In a similar way, she's sort of like talking with a counselor. She's very, very compassionate. She's also extremely well-versed with her processes, how she does her work. She's extremely methodical. She's wonderful to listen to. And for each person that reaches out to her, she likes to get a good feel of what are the needs first. And then she puts together a plan as far as their own personal healing goes. It's pretty fantastic. So I encourage everyone to please tune in next Wednesday, March 9th at 7 o'clock Pacific time. It'll be pretty exciting. Well, We're one thing that's also, it, mm-hmm. well, I can't wait to have her back on the show. We had so many people call in and not able to get on the air with Jordan. So I'm hoping that if you were paying attention before and are like, oh, we're going to get Jordan again, that you jot it down. A special showtime next Wednesday, March 9th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Be there or be square. Yes. Yeah, okay. we're going to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, you always have fun because you've got great guests. By the way, I'd like to send um, condolences out to your most recent guest, Johnny, who has had a couple of um, family issues this past week. So, if Johnny, if you're listening tonight, we want to let you know that we're thinking about you and hoping all is well. Mm-hmm. Sending you lots of love and your family, Johnny, for yeah. sure. So, Stephanie, you and I have had a very meaningful conversation earlier. I don't remember. Was it today or yesterday? But <laughs> very meaningful. Yes, we did. And mm-hmm. so for the listeners who don't know this, Stephanie is saying adios to Alaska and Arrivederci. Is that even welcome? Maybe aloha. Aloha to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's coming up real soon. So it's one quite of the, the things, it, it is process. So one of the things that is super, super fun about moving is the process of going through your life and deciding what's important to keep and what's not. How has this been for you with this major event that's coming up? Well, besides entertaining and quite the experience, I'll tell you what. So once upon a time when I moved up to Alaska, I thought, oh, I can't live without this. I can't live without that. I I think I brought everything except a horse. You know what I mean? And so this time it's very different. You know, I had a a life-changing health concern back in late October, had surgery early November, and there's something really powerful and magical when we're faced with 
you know, certain conditions like, am I going to be okay? What's going to happen here? And, you know, um, post-op and, and I'm looking at my move as I'm looking around saying, was did I have this item? Did I have these clothing items pre-op or post-op? What's my value here? What does it mean to me now? And I'll tell you what, it has, for me, it has everything to do with letting go. I'm releasing the past and it's it's been fun. It's very cathartic and <laughs> then there's humor in there too. So the first, my first project was the closet. You Ooh. know, Garrett, the closet, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a reason there's doors on closets or in a perfect situation anyway. I I dealt with it better when the doors were always closed. And, oh, wow. I started with my clothing. And I've always had – I've always made sure to have a nice – big wardrobe, you know, I've always had a lot of variety. Now, did it mean I wore every single thing? No, no, I didn't wear three quarters of it. But you know what? I had it just in case. I uh-huh. have, I had the ideal wardrobe called just in case. So just in case I was always ready for something. I don't know what it was, but I was ready. So the first thing I did was I brought in my huge roll of garbage bags and just started filling them up. And I filled them up, filled them up. And now, and I went through it again this past weekend. I think I have now five items hanging. And uh, those five items are, they're personal. You know, a couple of the items were my mother's. One was my father's. One is that one pair, I don't know about you, but when you find that one pair of black pants that fit throughout time, I'm keeping them. So I still yeah. have those. I've had those for probably 13, 14, 15 years, and I still wear them. And that's the cool part. I still wear them, and they fit still. So anyway, got to keep those. That's it. That's hanging in the closet. Then, Garrett. Uh-oh. <laughs> How does this happen? So once upon a time, <laughs> I broke myself of this very bad habit. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but when I would wake up in the night, it's like, oh, let me check what's on the Internet. I'll just check it really quick. I'm going <laughs> to scroll through Instagram. Oh, before I became, you know, addicted to, I call it crack talk, TikTok. But um, I was addicted to Instagram. Garrett, I ended up with I don't know what. I came across this, like, next thing. It looked like um, it was to, if you squeezed a little black ball, and it looked like the old school doctor blood pressure thing, you know, where they squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze, and then it would put air in the little neck pillow to then stretch your neck. Never worked. So I'm going through, I'm like, what? what is this? And I start laughing, and it's like, no. That goes into the file 13. No, that's garbage. No, no, thank you. Then I have, oh, you're going to love this. 
what is it? So this is a huge TikTok sensation where the ladies have those huge bright pink links and you put the little thing around your waist and then it's a little circle. And if you do the hula hoop just right, it's it's attached to a string and it's this weighted bell thing. And it's like, um, oh, I've lost 10 pounds. Oh, I've lost three spices. And I thought, oh, I need that. So one of my sisters, she said, she had her husband take a video. Stephanie, look, I've got this. You can do it too. And I'm like, right. Okay. But Garrett, I had to have it. I did. Okay. And so I ordered it. And guess where it is? In the closet. It's in the, it, yeah, it's, it was. In the box on the floor with the lid partially open. Yeah. Oh, so, partially so open. <laughs> I did try it, and I was laughing so hard. It's like, with my luck, that bell is going to come loose, and it's going to fly, and it's going to break a window. So I thought, Stephanie, put it down. So I put it down, and I put it away. That's in the closet. Then, then, oh, let's not forget what is this leg machine thing? Anyway, you stand on it, and then it's <laughs> it's got this little stick thing that goes into the base, and then it's got two little, like you're on a scooter, right? And then you put your feet, <laughs> you put your, put your feet on these pedals, and the base is like this half moon. And so the objective is you push your feet out to the side and bring it back in. Do you know how much coordination Oh, I know what you're talking takes? about. Leg shaper, or I, I had to have it, right? Okay, and I right. could do four. I could do four easy peanuts. That was the exciting part. It's like, oh, wow! I, I well, wow is right. Yeah, that's under the bed. Uh huh. Yeah, because it's a little bigger. So I, yeah. I, <laughs> I've been pulling these things out. It's like, what is this? What am I doing? What? <laughs> Where was I at? So, again, it's like, then I go back, oh, well, that must have been pre-op. I was bored in bed one night and got on Instagram. Garrett, I've ended up with different kinds of face creams. I have this. I have that. This is why I broke that habit. No more Instagram at night. Do you okay, do that? I, I have to ask you, this is a very serious question. I did not know you could buy stuff on Instagram. Well, we know how the uh, internet is. It's almost like, it, it, it's like, I swear to God, these phones, these computers, it's like they hear your thoughts. Oh, she's looking for great big pink links to put around her waist and swing a bell, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know. I had no idea. So that it, definitely entertaining. So I have been greatly amused at what I'm coming across. I can say that. It's been funny. Now, I also am learning. I really, really, really like these nostalgic pieces. You know, I have two Afghans that two different grandmothers had knit for my family. I opened up and Lord have mercy. How many bags with handles like, you know, and you know, so the, the little 99 cent grocery store bags that uh-huh. you can buy that have all the pretty pictures on it. Oh, I'll get that. Do you know how many of those bags have been in my closet filled with I don't know what? Yeah, I had probably a half a dozen of those. So I'm going through like, what, what is this? 
What is this? What is, and they're little tiny pieces of things. Oh, here's a little bit of this, and here's a little bit of that. And I like what you said to me, tiny object hoarder. Yes. Yeah. I have little boxes. I have little pouches with little strings that you can put little things in. It's like, oh, for the love of Pete, that needs to go. So a lot of those landed in one of the bags that are going to go to the Salvation Army, and they can worry about it. Yeah. And so I have a... Mm-hmm. Your hashtag toe, T-O-H. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. Yes. Yes, I you am. Can, I am now. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you could start a trend and sell shirts and hats and mugs, you know, print on demand so you don't have extra inventory <laughs> under your bed. And this can fund your next million dollar adventure. <laughs> so yesterday, well, this is funny because when I went through my closet again yesterday, there, there's a t-shirt in there that I bought. For someone who had something happened in their family and the T-shirt was the fundraiser. And so I bought the T-shirt. Do you think I remembered I bought the T-shirt? It's like, oh, this looks cool. (laughs) I wonder where I got that from. (laughs) Oh, With with the tag. So uh, this is Frankie. With the tag. Yeah, with the tag. Don't forget the tag. Leave the tag on if you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do this and do it right. But <sighs> the cool part is, the cool part is, I loved how I felt after I filled those bags. Because once upon a time, Garrett, you could not separate me from the clothes. Those right. clothes were me. I was the clothes. We are one. <laughs> we are connected. And at the moment that I took those clothes down, I felt so good. And another reason why I felt good is because I did do research locally, like who, what outfit can I donate to that they will actually keep the items local and they'll circulate the items local. And that's what made, you know, that made my process feel easier because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, cool. That'll stay local. It's going to help those who really need it. And I've had some pretty cool stuff to give away. I still have probably a half a dozen coats to give away by the time I'm ready to depart. So someone's someone's going to hit jackpot here pretty quickly (laughs) with jackets and coats. How big of a space are you in? Is it like an acre? No, you would be surprised. It's I'm in a relatively small space. I'm in okay. def, a definite one-person kind of space, possibly two. I mean, I have had guests come and stay for a week or two at a time, and we just make it work. It's always worked out. But it, this this has been the mystery to me because it's like, how did I end up with all of this? You know, all of it. And so I don't know about you in the sock drawer. So you have your really, really good socks. Mm-hmm. And then you have your so-so socks. And then you have your, meh, if I really need them, you know, they're the desperate socks. So last week I got a hold of the desperate socks and the meh socks and threw those in a bag. Because it's like, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. So it's been interesting. And I don't have a problem with that. So the other thing I've been doing is staying on top of my laundry because with each load, there's more clothes being pulled out, more clothes being pulled out, more clothes being pulled out. So that feels really, really good. 
it does feel good. And I haven't been in this place before, you know, like, again, I, I still have the storage unit to go through. And here's oh, the crazy no. part. Oh, but, but here's the good. Here's the upside. The upside is now, <laughs> I don't know if this is good or not. <laughs> so when I ship stuff up here, um, I love small towns because they're like, oh, just ship it to our address and we'll put it in the storage unit for you. And we have the keys to your padlock, so we'll keep watch over it. And I'm like, score. So uh, I get up here and there's everything. And I pulled out about a third of it. Garrett, two thirds of my stuff is still in the storage unit. So here's the cool part. No. It's in boxes. And this is going to be super easy. Okay. I'll pop open the boxes, see what it what it really is, and then off to donation it goes. It's just going from the storage unit to donation. Oh, there's nice. there's no yeah, no, there's not gonna be a oh, I don't know about that. Only except for memorabilia for family stuff. Um sure. there is a box of my dad's stuff, you know, some items that are special to me from his passing, but um but outside of that it's like uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. This stuff is going straight to donations. So I've got a couple of friends on a couple of different days that will come help me. And that will be cool. It's going to go easier than what I think it is. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you for doing this before you move, because in my prior life in corporate relocation, which I was in for many, many years, I would routinely see clients on a regular basis. Because it's mostly, you know, the families, their job of moving point A to point B, then they come back to point B and then go back to point A. And every two or three years, you'd see the same faces again. And I remember one family in particular in Phoenix. And you'll appreciate this, Stephanie, because most areas of the country, you have tinier homes. And in Phoenix, you have these big, massive homes because you can. And I remember this one family worked for a large computer chip manufacturer that started with a letter I and ends with an L. And in the middle, it sounds like So you can figure out who that was. And I went out to their house and I'm doing the survey. That's what you call it when you, you know, count all, you know, you got a chair and a sofa and a desk and, you know, 38 boxes and whatever. And I'm going through their garage and I'd seen this family a few years before and they were back in Arizona getting ready to move back to Oregon. And they had 64 of those giant plastic totes. And I said, you still have these totes. Have you gone through any of them since your last move? Right. Remember the family. And with the most pride you can ever imagine, Stephanie, the husband said, no, we have no idea what's in it, but it's our stuff and the company's going to pay to move it. So count them up. Wow. Well, you know, because you got a big relocation (laughs) package, of course, you know, and Mm -hmm. that was just. At the time, I was like, great, bigger move, more money. And now, you know, I think about if I, if and when I have to move, how little can I take with me? I mean, I've legitimately given this great thought. I'm in a two-bedroom beach cottage right now, and right. half of it is set up to be kind of run as an Airbnb, and the other half is MySpace, not to be mm-hmm. confused with a website that nobody uses anymore. <laughs> and. I am going, okay, if I had to be out of here next week, what would I take with me? And I'm down to the the things that you've just shared. So I'm glad that you've shared Mm -hmm. the story first because it does confirm when you get to a certain point in life, 
things don't really matter. Mm-mm. Nostalgic no. or family things that you want to keep because it holds a special memory, you absolutely hang on to. But the rest of it, yeah, you know, and I learned this um, not well in before I moved to where I'm at now. And I've been here, what, seven, eight years. I've got a story for you, too. I was across the street, literally across the alley, and a a home that was about 3,500 square feet, which was small to me because I came from a McMansion in Phoenix where it was huge. It's like 5,000 square feet. And how do people live in 3,200 square feet? Oh, my God, I feel oppressed. So when that life (laughs) fell apart and I moved into where I'm at now, I really legitimately brought a mattress. I didn't even have a frame. I brought a mattress, my computer Mm -hmm. desk, my computer my computer mm-hmm. chair, and my elliptical. And I had about 12 boxes of stuff. That's what my life had gotten down to because, you know, life happened. And I was mm-hmm. so distraught. Oh, my God, Stephanie. Oh, woe is me. Don't you feel sorry for me because <laughs> I can't have four 65-inch TVs and I can't have my 14 oversized sofas and blah, you know. Well, mm-hmm. when I got into this space, I had a roommate and, you know, he – was in the portion of the house that's now the Airbnb part. And then we had a shared living space. Well, when he mm-hmm. moved out, he took all of his stuff and he had all shared living space stuff and he had all the, you know, all the furniture for his room. So that all went. And so then, you know, as the years have gone on, I've replaced it. And now my living room, you've seen pictures, I think, Stephanie, where my living room looks like a hotel lobby. And that's not mm-hmm. a joke. It's by design. There's no TV. There is no sofa. There are three single chairs with a nice coffee table. And it looks like mm-hmm. a hotel lobby. You know why? Because if you're here for your Airbnb, I don't want you hanging out in my living room. You need to be out at the friggin' beach. So yep. there's no TV. There's no nothing to keep you inside the house. It's comfortable to come in to, mm-hmm. you know, put your shoes on, maybe make a little snack, and then you're off. But along the way, I've done things like, oh, wouldn't it be cute, Stephanie, if I put a flower pot here when I've got a little knickknack here and I've got a... And so now my house almost is borderline, like I'm a hoarder again. And so (laughs) you telling me this story really has brought home the importance of keeping what really matters to you in your life, but being Mm -hmm. open and honest enough to say, it's just stuff. I'm not going to pay good Mm -hmm. money to move used stuff somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So it can get broken or damaged in transit. No. So, you know, like you shared with your, um, with our text, you know, you're taking your crystals, you're taking your, the few items of clothes that you have, the few things that you want to take, but you're really going to mm-hmm. start fresh. And how freeing is that to you? Oh, oh, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I'm truly excited because once I am, so, okay, so my living space, I call it my cozy cabin. Mm-hmm. It's two rooms. I have the living slash kitchen, and it's not even really a formal kitchen. It's what they call a European kitchen. So our mutual friend, Airly, she helped, you know, she came up. We ordered some shelving, et cetera, created an area that's like a kitchen. But I have this room and then my bedroom with, with actually a wonderful closet. It's the full length of one of the walls. And then a full bathroom, and that's it. So I call it my cozy cabin. 
and uh, it's amazing that two people can be in here for periods of time. <laughs> we get along well, you know, um, when I've had guests, but it's it's just me here. But uh, it's interesting that I have accumulated the stuff that I have being in my space, let alone, you know, what's over in the storage unit. So I'm this time it's like, you know, um, I even all of my books, my books are all going bye bye because anymore it's easy to download a book off the internet and listen yep. to it. Mm-hmm. I do better listening than keeping things. And so I, I'm excited for that. But my goal is once I exit this physical space, which will be in the next couple, three weeks or so, if not sooner, um, it's going to be a suitcase with maybe a carry-on and that's it. The the few boxes that, you know, some items are going to be shipped, of course, but I've, I've already decided on the limit for that. I'm not going to ship myself any more than six boxes. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's those are be just six great boxes. Exactly. Yeah. And I love what you said. I, I had, um, well, it's going out the door tonight, but I have one of those tall clothes hampers. Do you know I shipped this dang clothes hamper from Washington State? I shipped myself a clothes hamper because well, I thought I could live without it. How special so is that? Well, you know, in Alaska, they are known not to have clothes hampers, Stephanie. So that was a very <laughs> smart move on your part. Oh. Right, right. So here's the great part. You know what I did with that? And it's going out the door tonight. I filled it up with shoes. Oh, there you go. Shoes, boots. And so it's it's serving two purposes now. And it'll go bye-bye, and it's going to bring a lot of happiness to somebody out there. I um, I did sell – yesterday I sold some large picture frames. Really nice ones. I got them off of Amazon. And I had pictures in them, and I thought, I am not shipping myself 25 pounds of picture frames only to learn that the glass was broken on the way. Mm -hmm. So I took the pictures out of the frames. Mm-hmm. And I put, and I always keep everything inside that frame. I don't throw away the little, you know, the faux wedding picture of the couple who just got married. So I put that back in the frame and everything. They looked great. And someone literally drove 12 miles to come buy these frames. And it's like, score. So I am going to release a few more things. <laughs> but Facebook Marketplace has worked out well in the past. And, you know, each area is different. Like up up here in Alaska, people respond very positively to Facebook Marketplace. Now in Washington State, not so much. But in Washington State, OfferUp, you know, people were all over OfferUp. So it was real simple to get rid of stuff. But I thought I got rid of stuff before. This time, oh, (laughs) less is more. Yeah. So let me ask you this. When you get down to Phoenix, are you staying with family for a period of time? Or are you getting your own place? What's your sitch going to be? So I have a friend who also does healing work and I'm going to quote unquote land at her place. And I okay. have in mind what I'm looking for. And specifically what I'm looking for is a casita because oh, it's, yeah. it's me yeah, it's me. I just, I, you know, need a little place to land. And mm-hmm. once I'm in Phoenix, I'm going to be out in the world a little bit more again. So, you know, I will be out 
getting out to either A, go to a local coffee shop, do readings there, um, be co-hosting events with my friend that lives there. Um, it's going to be other options. And then I have my family to go to. And so the beautiful part with family, we love our family and I want to keep it that way. And I told all of them this mm-hmm. very thing when I was there for the holidays. I love you and I don't want to live with you. So, yeah. you know, and, and it's mutual, both sides. It's like, no, I'd rather appreciate you, you know, visiting whatever. So, but that's the goal. That's the objective because I do, I really like my mobility. I like the freedom, the flexibility, don't need a lot of stuff, don't have a lot of stuff. I don't want a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gaining experiences. Experiences have a lot more value than acquiring stuff. That's what life well, has taught me. I, I agree. And I think your concept of getting a casita or a mother-in-law's residence mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it in Phoenix is huge because so many of those houses, uh, the home builders were like, oh, add a mother-in-law suite for only an extra 20 grand or you know, whatever it was. And they are plentiful out there. So if somebody isn't using it to you know, hoard old family pictures and winter clothes they'll never wear in Phoenix, you probably will find a wide choice to pick from. Yes, and it's timing. So Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I'm moving this time of year, yes, to acclimate to the heat, but also the snowbirds (laughs) will be departing. And my options um, for residents will then open up even more so. So it's all timing. Plus, I want to be there and get acclimated. You know, when I had lived there, you know, 10, 12 years ago, there was a lot going on at that place in my life. Plus, my mother had just passed away. So that was really hard on the entire family, obviously. And do you think I was going to like anything about Phoenix at that point? Not really. No. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I was there visiting here recently, I did pull all these different pieces apart. Well, what was it from before? How's my experience now? And it was a different experience in a good way. So uh, one of my, you know, again, one of my friends there, very loving lady, Leilani, she's been a guest on my show. Uh, She's going to be teaching me some basics about broadcasting, which I'm super excited, super excited to learn from her. There's going to be other other things to learn as well and vice versa. So it will be neat to be in the learning vibe once again and to be to bring that kind of energy to Phoenix. It'll be fun. It'll be very exciting. And then I can also hop a puddle jumper to go over your way. So excited. I know. And we might have a listener from Long Beach, um, Naples specifically, um, listening this <laughs> evening that would no way. really like to say hello. So um, if I could put her on the spot, Stephanie, should we bring a listener on the, on the airwaves? Oh, I think that would be fun. Okay. Yeah. Listener, you are live with Stephanie on Rated G Radio. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for picking me. <laughs> so, caller, do you have a question for Stephanie tonight? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> that, that is, you know, I have a plethora of questions for Stephanie, but she already knows that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And no, we didn't talk earlier today either. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, right. It's like, no. no. I mean, really, I just wanted to say hi because I'm like, oh, this is so nice. It feels like old times. And, you know, I'm listening to, yeah, March 21st. It's March 21st. You know that. Well, and, you know, it's so funny. So... You know, we talk to each other, psychics ask psychics questions, and I was like, Rebecca, what do you see? I don't know, 21, 21st, like 21st, 21st of March. Okay. And, you know, lo and behold, that's pretty much what it's looking like. So I'm I'm thrilled about that. Yeah. Well, you know, Rebecca is known as one of America's top 50 psychics. (laughs) Yes, she is. Yes. Yes, she is. There we go. So cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, my well, dear. I'm in great company with Stephanie. So anyway, thank you both, and uh, this is really fun. Thank you. So okay, much. I we'll it. talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Yes, definitely. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, okay, bye. So um, for those of you clamoring to talk to Rebecca, she'll be back on the show. Oh, I think it might even be next week. I kind of lose track. Um, you know, I've got everybody on a regular schedule now, so it's I, it's very exciting for me. Next week, it's like, ooh, my new friend, ooh, my new friend, and it's like the next month, it's, we're back on track again. So it's it's old homework here with Stephanie. So Stephanie, real cool. quick, just so we can promote you a little bit as well. You are an acclaimed psychic spiritual healer. Can you tell listeners who are not familiar with you what you do, how you do it, and how they can book a reading directly with you? Absolutely. I am, golly, where to begin? Well, let's see. I am a psychic energy healer. I think that's the simplest way to describe it. And I give readings. I can read energy. I do energy clearings. And that can get very specific. We can clear chakras. We can clear, more importantly, past life patterns that are interfering in this lifetime and so clearing those kind of old blocks old patterns to help you live your best life there's a number of modalities that i've studied along the way and i've blended them and made them all my own so very exciting and you can get a hold of me through my website journeywithstephanie.com just peruse through there you can fill out the contact form and that's one of the wonderful, greatest ways to get a hold of me. And, you know, Garrett, once upon a time, I would like to share this component, too, because it's been coming up again recently. Once upon a time, I did assist with uh, finding missing people. And oh. it was very interesting. So very early on, I had no more become a Theta healer. The next day, I got a phone call, and it was from a woman that lived in the Four Corners Um, there in Arizona and one of her children was missing and so we worked together on and off over the course of a couple of weeks and I said you know and I share this story with permission by the way I said you know I think and again mid late teens so you know messing around with stuff he shouldn't be into and I said you know what he's in Phoenix he's been locked up he's in juvie and he's under a different name 
And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. My very first missing persons case was way back in 2000. And it was my very first client ever. And I'm just, I was scared to death. But anyway, and then in a nutshell, I said, you know, he actually traveled to Mexico, got caught up with the wrong people, and he was hung. And it took about three years. Three years went by, and that same woman contacted me. She said that's exactly what they found. <gasps> so, yes, so this is what had happened. Then there is um, a retired Oh, I don't recall which part of the Alphabet Soup agencies. He's there in the Phoenix area, and he has a nonprofit. And, um, you know, throughout time of working in a very left-brained police department uh, type of energy, he said that they always used psychics to help, you know, solve murders, figure things out, so on and so forth. So I was a part of that for a little while. And he has a pool of psychics from all over the world. So I participated in that for a bit. It was extremely time-consuming, though, more than what I could give because that was all volunteer. But I was a part of that for about eight months. But in the past, I just wanted to share this because there seems to be, it comes in very random waves, and that is part of my background. About three years ago, I had a gentleman from India contact me through my website and had questions about a boat um, that went out there, you know, locally in the Indian Ocean, and I guess it sank during a storm, and local authorities were not helping. And so after providing my feedback, um, I just shared what I saw, and I didn't, you know, it wasn't good. And um, in the end, he finally did have that confirmed. So just putting that out there, just putting a bug in people's ear, because it does come up. And there is a way to connect with the soul of that person, whether, you know, whether they're still here or off planet. Just want to put that out there. So that's one of the many interesting aspects of my work that I have done. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's very exciting. And with that, I also want to give a little sidebar. Rebecca just sent me a text, so I'm just going to read this. Um, this is Rebecca, so I'm quoting her. I'd love to add that Stephanie gives the mind, body, spirit a reset and healing that brings clarity and peace. So there you go, listeners, an extra testimonial. And I, well, let's just throw it all out there. I pretty much do either a monthly or every six months, or every monthly or every six months. How is that familiar? Every <laughs> monthly or how about six weeks? I get um, to a point where I'm like, ooh, I think I need another Stephanie because you do some of the most amazing theta energy and healing work that I've ever experienced. And if you've never, um, it sounds very, you know, foofy and it sounds very weird until you've done it and experienced it firsthand where you feel the cords being cut and the plugs being pulled and the yuck just evaporating from your life when you have a, a healing session with Stephanie. So I will tell you personally, firsthand, non-paid endorsement that Stephanie is the real deal. And if you really would like to have some powerful energy work happen in your life and transform your lives in ways that you've never even dreamt possible and you got yuck going on, you need to get to Stephanie's website, journeywithstephanie.com, book an appointment and thank me later. There we go. So there we go. Um, We've got about five minutes left, Stephanie. 
what should we ramble on about? We're not doing the full hour because, again, I already get told you, the listeners, that I gave the most impassioned, humorous, well-spoken monologue <laughs> I've ever given ever and then realized okay. Blog Talk had all of the audio down. So, uh, by the way, I'm scrolling through Facebook tonight, and there are a couple of other shows that I do listen to regularly that have posted. We had technical difficulties, so our show will be truncated today. Please forgive us. So I'll ask for the same forgiveness tonight. Must be a default of Mercury retrograde, just throwing another zinger out there. Mm. Oh... I think that starts in April, but I could be very far off of that. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not funny. Yeah. But, you know, we uh, we try to, you know, commit to an hour of the most engaging radio your ears will ever love to listen to every week. And when 15 minutes of it are, you know, spent thinking we're talking and nobody's hearing anything, that's always kind of funny in a non-funny kind of way. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, folks, I will let you know that um, Stephanie's going to be back next Wednesday with her show, Journey with Stephanie. We've already talked about that. Um, Stephanie is being very generous in shifting her show date, at least for the foreseeable future, to Wednesdays. Um, I, because I'm crazy, you know, I have a full-time job that takes about 55 hours a week when you factor in travel. Then on top of that, I also work a part-time job on my time off because I'm crazy. So um, recently I decided that instead of working one of my days off as a day shift, I'll split that up and work two nights. Well, for a variety of reasons, that is just a huge win for me. They're really long days because I leave the house at 8 a.m. and really get home at midnight. So that will tell you that's a fun day, but it's great. Um, but one of my coworkers just had a heart replacement. No joke. Um, he went in for mm -hmm. heart surgery, and it was a heart replacement. They got a transplant. And so I've agreed to pick up an additional shift on Tuesday nights, which is the once-a-month show we do for Stephanie. So she has said, no problem. Um, we can switch to a different day. Wednesday's actually the only other day that works. So she has graciously <laughs> made that work in her schedule. So I want to thank you publicly for your flexibility. And just as a show note for listeners who are used to finding her on the first Tuesday of the month, it will now be the first Wednesday for a minute or three. Um, with that, I think we have wrapped up the show for this evening. I think the next time we'll be talking to you, Stephanie, after your show. So when we get together next month for this, you'll actually be back in Arizona. So it'll be fun to find out your weather update, travel mishaps and uh, foibles that have happened <laughs> along the way. Yes. I can't wait. That'll, That'll be, be super, fun. super fun. Yeah. So everybody else, cool. again, you can find us again on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Take us with you. Listen at your leisure. But if you listen live, we love you just a little bit more. I'm not telling you that, but it's true. And we will see you <laughs> next week here on Rated G Radio. Stephanie, have a great time packing up the rest of your stuff. And we'll Thank see you, you all very, very soon. Take care. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. Radio.